Hey everyone, welcome back to Lash Boss Radio. I'm Shelby, your host, and today we're gonna talk about the biggest client turnoffs. I mentioned a few turnoffs in the episode about client retention um, because typically it's one of these things that tend to turn people off to a business and make them not feel like coming back. So we're gonna talk about these um, and kind of just go through them. If you feel like you want a more detailed episode on this, um, I can definitely make one. I do feel like a lot of these are kind of self-explanatory and should hit you if you feel like they apply to you. So notice how your body feels when you hear each thing, because that is an indication that there may be something there and you should look into that. First one is they feel unwelcome. So you can make somebody feel like this by kind of seeming like you're a little annoyed that they're there or um, not giving them a proper greeting. Um, Sometimes people tend to talk to people like they should know where they're going or know what they're doing. That definitely is a turnoff for people. This could even look like um, just not coming out into the lobby to greet them or just not looking super excited when you do. If you kind of look flustered and they're just watching the desk and they're just seeing an artist come by, she's looking at the appointment book and being like, is that my client? Is that her? Okay. Hi. Like that looks super fake, right? So actually like standing at the desk or standing in the lobby um, to greet them like a couple minutes before they should be arriving and just when they come in, give them a warm welcome. It takes it's free. It takes no time. Another turnoff is feeling rushed. They feel like you're in a hurry. So they don't feel like even if you did do your best work, if they have the perception that you cut corners or you're just trying to get them out of there, that gives them a bad taste in their mouth. So make them feel relaxed and like you're relaxed and um, you're not rushing them out of the door. If you feel like you're rushing, you could be needing longer appointment times or buffer times between your appointments to properly greet and check out guests. So it can really change the whole vibe of the appointment um, just by giving them the, you know, energy that like you're not in a rush and this time is 100% about you. I'm not thinking about my next client. Third one, feeling like they would hurt your feelings if they spoke up about what they didn't like about their service. So if you are leading and saying, oh my God, you're going to love these. Oh, these are so beautiful. You are more likely to get an answer of they're perfect. I like them. They're great. They may even rebook with you and then just cancel later because they really just felt uncomfortable with telling the truth. But if you're neutral and you're just like, by the way, we can totally change anything that you want whenever. It's so fun to play around with different styles. We can change the shaping or even the curl or the length. So, you know, sleep on these. And, you know, in two weeks, if you want to change anything, just let me know and um, we can play around with it. How easy is that? It just gives them like more courage to say like, oh yeah, actually I was thinking like, could we actually try this? I know you mentioned we could do these things. Like, could we try that? So easy. Shaming your clients on aftercare or their previous artist. If you make your client feel bad about their lashes not being cleansed, I know this because I have been guilty of this. 
there's a way that you can say it that comes across so much more positive and just has a better outcome than making them feel any sort of like shame or asking so many questions about their previous artists and like just prodding and and everything versus being like here let me take care of you we got this like it's all it's all going to be okay I can do this um and you're in great hands don't bash the other artist don't where did you go oh my gosh like how much did you pay for these don't do that as far as the shaming for aftercare just be instead of um have you wa- have you been cleaning your lashes just saying like, hey, um, I'm seeing a little bit of buildup in here. So maybe try getting in there with um, an eyeshadow brush so that it's getting in between the lashes a little bit better. Sometimes just doing it with your finger just doesn't do the trick. It'll actually help your lashes retain a lot better. So um, just try that next time. And that makes her feel like, oh, okay, like she's seen this before. This is normal. I'm not like gross. That just is a better outcome or a better like feeling. And usually will yield the same outcome. If you make her feel gross, she probably is going to go and scrub her lashes before the next appointment, especially. But if you do it in a way where you're not feeling like you're judging her or like shaming her, she's just going to feel like better about you. You, If you have an opportunity to make someone feel bad about something and you choose the high road and you choose to make them feel neutral or good about it, they um, have a better feeling towards you. Number five, dumping on them emotionally, talking about your breakup or your divorce. Um, Those are the same thing, sorry. But talking about yourself too much and just dumping like negative energy onto them is not that pleasant. Even if they seem interested, even if they're asking more questions, they may not want to come across uninterested or rude it's sometimes a polite thing to do to just try and support somebody talking about something they're going through but at the end of the day they're paying for this service to get done and they shouldn't have to be your therapist so you can play their therapist if if you're cool with that or you could just only be professional and um, give them the service that they're wanting. Let them fall asleep. Let them fully relax. Let them listen to a podcast that they want to listen to. Don't just turn on the podcast you want to listen to. But period, just making the um, space about them and not yourself. This isn't to say that there are some people that are very interested in your life and they do want a connection with you in that way. And that actually makes them feel stronger towards you. But just be mindful of it and make sure that you're not using your clients as like a dumping ground in that it's like uh, reciprocated back. Ask the equal amount of questions to them without feeling like, you know, you're prying in on their personal life. Read the room. Just read the room. Six, not having a clean space makes people feel super... Um, unsafe really if it feels clean and everything looks sanitized and there's not like lashes everywhere on your lash tile and like dried glue everywhere and your glue looks new and clean and your tweezers look clean that like you just have like a nice setup and it looks just set out for them you don't have like piles of things it really makes a good impression. And that is totally free to do. All of these things that I'm saying are free changes you can implement now. And even if you are doing them to some capacity, 
Can you improve it anymore? Is there any way that you can put your spin on these things? Um, because it really, it, it doesn't cost any money to just enhance the experience energetically. Um, and also just being aware of like client perception. It, it's totally free. Seven, I think, not having a cozy space. So if their back is hurting the whole time, you don't have padding on the bed or something for under the knees, make sure you're offering something under the knees, not just having it available. A lot of people don't ask. But if you're just like, do you want something under your knees? Okay, awesome. Here you go. Like that, like putting under their knees. That's what that motion was. Um, you're typically going to get a yes response to that. But if you're sitting down, you're cleaning your lashes. Oh, yeah. Do you need something under your knees or do you want a blanket? They are probably going to say no. Some people will say yes, but the no might not be authentic. And yeah, so just having a cozy space and inviting space, something that feels relaxing. Some people love seeing like the cool fun space that has a lot of like decorations and stuff like those are your people um and I love seeing spaces like that but I also equally love like I'm more of the type of person that wants like to see greenery and like minimal stuff um and just very like it feels like safer to my nervous system for some reason so that's who I am but someone else might not like that and they might want somebody that's like a little more out there and like yeah, so make this space um, speak to whatever message that you are trying to send. If you are, you know, the fun lash artist and like the spunky one, um, you'll attract those type of clients if that's the messaging you're putting out and the imagery that you're putting out. Um, if they don't expect it and they are t they're someone that like prefers the more minimal vibe, it might not feel like home to them. So if you have pictures of your space, typically that's a good idea because a client kind of knows what to expect. And sometimes that's attractive to them to just go to a space that they feel like, ooh, this is my vibe. I think we're on number eight. Too much chaos and noise. Sometimes if you work from home and they can hear like a bunch of kids or if you work in a salon with an open floor plan and there's no privacy and you hear like everyone is just really loud, that might not be what that person is looking for. While some people will love that, um, I've said this before, like say you have to have um, your kids around when you're working um, and you can't really get around that. What what if you offer um, like they can bring their kids or something? I don't know. Because um, you could attract other mothers that are kind of looking to get their lashes done again, but they feel like they don't have a sitter or something. A lot of times when somebody's eyes are closed and there's just a lot going on, um, a lot of people, their eyes will flutter because they're not able to relax. Um, so we have found a higher client retention in our space. When we, when we expanded our space, we got private rooms for the clients because I myself was always thinking about what do the clients think about our open floor plan? Are we being too loud? We'd have meetings where we talk about this all the time where we just talk about the noise level and like being 
courteous to your neighbor who's lashing next to you about the conversations you're having. And that just felt like we weren't able to give each client an individual experience. It was like a collective experience. And just the person I am, I prefer a more individualized experience. Um, So we created that within the salon team. It's still a team, but we all have our own spaces to take clients and um, clients are falling asleep a lot more. If someone's snoring, it's not a big deal. Um, I mean, that never is, but some people would like feel uncomfortable with that and they feel like they can't go to sleep. So yeah, I just noise level. Just think about that. If you are in an open floor plan, like we did that for like five years and yeah, we, we saw a ton of clients, but I just felt like for me, I felt a lot better whenever everyone had their own space. Lastly, I'm sure there's a ton more, um, but the last one for this episode would be that they don't feel a connection with you. You might be coming across cold or uninterested or only concerned with them about the money. You may not be giving them the type of feeling and experience and connection that they are looking for in a service provider. They may not even be aware of it. They just may feel like, I'm not feeling this girl, this other girl that my friend talks about is super great and super sweet. I want to try her out. Her lashes look great. Um, And so, yeah, I just think uh, building connections, it's all about what we're doing here is creating relationships with our clients that we hope are long-term. And so how can we enrich those relationships and nourish them and um, help them grow? And it doesn't all have to be like personal. Like it doesn't have to be like we we dump on each other and like share secrets. It doesn't have to be that. It just has to be, I see you. I hear you. I know how you like your lashes. I remember how you like your lashes. I keep a little file for you. Like those type of things really make a client feel special. And that's a connection that some people are looking for. If it is more, that's usually because the client desires to connect with you more on a personal level, but it should always be professional first. So That is today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll be back very soon with the next episode. 